What's up, guys? Welcome to the last episode of season two for the Life Camera Growth Podcast. My name is Jared. I'm here with Andrew, my co-host, and we're in the home stretch of this five-episode series all about podcasting, creative video, and how you can use it in your marketing strategy, um, along with how you can use it in your sales strategy. So there's all kinds of impl- <laughs> implementations that you can use it for. In case you missed yep. the last four episodes, don't forget to go back. You can check it out in the Lights, Camera, Grow podcast feed, or you can check it out on the Lights, Camera, Grow page on our website. And you can also check it out on YouTube. We'll have all the episodes up there. Uh, again, we're just focusing in on what we're focusing in on this uh, particular series is just reaching customers with uh, rich media like podcasts, how you can actually build it, why it's more efficient to use it. And we're also focusing on things like why YouTube is such a white space and there's still time to get in um, and how to grab attention and keep it with these different types of um, play, like different types of formats that are kind of not new, but kind of new maybe to your company. So that's what we've summarized in all of the last four episodes. Uh, in this episode, we're going to dive into what we call the proof, which is actually who's been doing this and why is it working for them and kind of like do a little bit of case studying uh, on a couple uh, podcasts and um, other content media companies that we kind of, that we follow ourselves and that we've been watching closely. So yeah, let's dive into it. So what's going on? Dude, we we made it. I I feel like like you talk about it so much up to like doing the podcast and then you do it and it's over in like two hours or yeah, whatever. That's you know what, what I mean? Say, like the right? Yep. Yep. Exactly. The pre-production um, is the hard but, part. Yep. But no, I, I'm, I'm actually really happy about how this series is really starting to come together. And like, as for anyone listening out there, I think the approach that we've taken with lights, camera grow is, as you can tell, it's more serialized. So we have like different seasons and each season is kind of like a different topic, but um, and Jared mentioned this on previous a previous podcast. But our like Toby Agency podcast, run with Toby, is kind of like an ongoing, open ended one. Like we're not building it around a specific series, and we have you know like culturally relevant or business relevant content. We can stick it there. So like our content strategy to this was to break it up into like multiple types of podcasts um, to give ourselves more flexibility in the future. But I think, um, yeah, I'm kind of excited to talk about like podcasts that we really like both business side, but more on the cultural side as well. And, you know, talk about the overall, you know, growth of podcasts actually. Yeah. Um, you know, I think there was a blog post out there. I want to say it was from like Neil Patel or like one of those digital marketing quote unquote gurus or whatever you want to call them um, that was talking about podcasts kind of like overtaking blogging as kind of like the, the next like content format. And um, I think when you start thinking about podcasts as a content format, you got to think about it kind of from two perspectives, right? Are you in both aspects, you're building this thing as sort of a media company, right? Right. But what's the end objective of your podcast, right? In some cases, you just want to build a podcast that is getting as many possible listeners as possible so you can run advertising against it to monetize the podcast, right? And obviously, that's what a lot of the YouTube celebrities and like folks like Joe Rogan and all those kind of people are doing is 
they're just putting content out there to make money on, you know, pre-roll, mid-roll, you know, ads, right? Um, and they're monetizing their content and um, they're making a pretty good living doing it. Right? Yeah, it's essentially a radio way. show at that point, right? Yep, exactly. And so that's one aspect of way to look at a podcast and you know i I, don't, I actually don't know the the folks who are listening to this you know you might be one of those people who want to start a podcast to grow an audience and to monetize that channel uh through adsense right um on the flip side there's what i would call more business or educational focused podcasts or branded podcasts right and the purpose of those isn't necessarily to monetize the channel, right, and drive revenue from the channel. Um, the purpose of those is to help with lead generation and customer acquisition, mm-hmm. right? So I think today we'll talk about kind of those two examples, right? You can definitely build a if you can definitely build a YouTube channel that will monetize itself, and you can drive ad revenue off of it. Um, but you can also build a branded podcast or a branded YouTube channel that will help you with top of funnel lead, top of funnel traffic, which will ultimately result in lead acquisition and customer acquisition. Right. So, um, you know, I do think that that is, uh, you know, two important aspects to think of. And, yep. you know, maybe Jared, like you can talk about like a podcast that might fit into like one or both of those categories. Yeah, so I think just to kind of touch and piggyback on what you're just saying, I think that, uh, and we talked we talked about this in a couple episodes. I can't remember which one it is now, but we talked a couple episodes back. Scroll back and listen to all of them. Um, that if you're building, if you're using this the way that we are kind of showing the intention of using it, it's more about building this like ecosystem. So these become additional channels to what you've already built out, and this just becomes another prong in your ecosystem that you're building out, which is what you're more leading to not the AdSense, not the like Joe Rogan style of podcasting. Um, and these, yep. a couple that I would say that are really good at doing this is both you and I have listened to the drift podcast. Um, yep. and that's, that's a podcast for marketing and they actually have a network yep. of different podcasts. So similar to like the model, like we're doing where they have a couple different versions of different shows that you can kind of check out, but they're essentially building an ecosystem around that that then it's driving it to, you know, their ultimate goal, which is, you know, conversational messaging, you know, via, via chatbot or text, um, conversational marketing, I guess is what it's really ultimately called. But um, yep. they're building an ecosystem. And I would say that you're starting to see this spill into bigger platforms. Like we mentioned on another episode, HBO, all of their new series that they're doing, especially the docu-series, they're adding a complimentary free podcast to it. So you can go and listen to the podcast on the podcasting networks, but if you haven't watched the show, then you don't know what you're missing out and you don't know what they're talking about. So then you're like, oh, I got to go get a subscription to HBO Go and watch the show so I can kind of have more context. Or if you're coming from the other way, you're really into the show that they're producing and you're like, man, I really want to know more about this. You can go listen to the podcast. So that's more of the sense of building the ecosystem of a uh, way of, of getting more people to go sign up for ultimately more subscriptions. Um, and then you, you know, like you touched on, which is more of the, the ad sense. So the ringer is a great, um, a great platform that displays this probably the best right now. Uh, them and probably barstool sports, barstool media does it really good, yep. but they, both of these companies focus on 
building content around sports and culture are the two main pillars that they kind of build all their content around. So they do a lot of crossing over, like where does sports play into culture? Where does culture play into sports? And then they have a ton of different podcasts throughout their entire um, content, I guess, content. I don't know what to call it, but their their website. Syndicate? I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's more of like, I don't know. I call it a network. I guess it's a content network. Yeah. Uh, for lack of a better term. Yeah, sure. Um, but they'll have, you know, 30 yep. plus different shows and each one has its own flavor. And all they're doing is basically building audiences around each one of these flavors of podcasts. And then they're able to advertise with large advertising revenue going towards them. So that's the other, that's the alternative yep. way that you were kind of mentioning. Um, and I guess there's, there's like a third version of podcasting, which is more like the storytelling method. So you'll see... Things like Serial was like a breakout one a couple of years ago where they were basically yep. just doing a documentary, but it's very highly produced. It's very thought out, like it's it's scripted. So every word you're hearing is read off a script. So there's that style. Yep. And obviously that can fall into either bucket, whether you're trying to sell ads or you're trying to just attach more eco to your ecosystem. Um, th- that's another way to think yep. about it. Yeah, it's been interesting. So like I sort of see this, divide i guess in podcasting where we talked about one divide which is is it are you monetizing the channel or are you using it for marketing and acquisition right and then there's the big media companies you know like the new york times and you know cbs and abc and nbc and um just starting to see how they're using like the tonight show for example right as the pillar content yep. and then bam they break up that pillar content into youtube clips and then some of them even have a podcast related to it um you know all the espn shows even on fox on fox sports and things like that they always have like a recap at the end of the day here are the highlights of this three hour long you know sports yep. commentary show right so that maybe you're not able to watch the actual live show, you know, on your way into work or listen to it. But when you're leaving work, bam, that podcast episode is right up there. Right. Um, another really interesting one is this podcast. I listen to the daily. Mm-hmm. It's a New York times podcast. It's 25 minutes. Um, it's, it's, it's actually one of the things that I think I've single handedly allowed the New York times to survive and actually thrive, um, as a media company. Um, because, the New York Times is like main demographic now is millennials, right? right? And um, the, that podcast, I, I read a number of articles on how it's kind of become this cultural phenomenon. Um, I listen to it every day when I walk the dog. It's like a 20-minute episode. It gives me like all the updates that I need about all the pertinent things in the economy or politics or whatever. Um, and it's just such an easy to digest format, you know? And I yeah. think you know, again, like you, you, everyone, everyone has always talked about the millennials kind of being like this, this segment of the population that needs to be marketed to. And see, it's becoming even more important because, you know, now millennials are now in their thirties and you know what I mean? Like have money to they're spend making decisions and, yeah. on buying. Exactly. But buying houses, having kids, you know, enrolling their kids in schools and things like that, you know, that maybe we weren't thinking about 10 years ago. And, you know, now they become a target 
for companies like the old school, like big companies like Johnson and Johnson and Procter and Gamble, those kind of companies that maybe they didn't need to have that relationship with the millennial before, but now they do. Right. And so you need to be able to put that in a format that is easily consumed by them. I would never buy the New York times, the newspaper. Right. But I would donate to them to, to keep the podcast going, which I actually do. Right? Yeah, so um, that, that's interesting that you say that because there's a whole platform that's come out over the last year called Luminary, and it's just yeah. podcast subscription. So you can only get the content on there because it's exclusive subscription only. So that's yeah. another way, too, is you can sell the entire show, similar to like a Netflix series yep. um, to, to a, a more like polished platform like Luminary. Um, but I think you brought up an interesting point about just things being digestible. So I'm probably on one end of the spectrum as well as you are, where we just like dive in and indulge ourselves with a lot of podcasts. There's probably like 50 podcasts in my, in my Apple podcast app that I just are always looking at, um, all the time or listening to at bits and pieces. So it gives me one, it gives me like each one I think is a different channel. Like what am I in the mood for? type of type of deal you know do i want to be educated do i want to hear something funny do i want to hear more about sports um yep but it's it's on my own time and Mm -hmm. it's at the pace that i want to go and i can always go back to it so i think that's the one thing that podcasting lends itself i can do it when i'm walking the dogs i can do it when i'm at the gym you can multitask it can multitask that's the most important thing i think because like blog content even an ebook dude you gotta like you gotta take time how many times have you like yeah, you know, I downloaded the book. It's amazing. I'm going to put it in my reading folder right. and I never read it. You know what I mean? And certainly the same thing can happen to a podcast. You'll get lost and, you sure. know, the, you know, all. But I think um, it's a lot easier. It, I guess it takes less commitment to like listen to a podcast in a way than right. it does to sit down and read a long blog post right. or ebook or whatever, you know? Um, so yeah, I, I completely agree with it. Yeah, it's fascinating, man. Like, I think. Um, one of the articles I shared with our team about kind of like the evolution of podcasting, I think you mentioned Serial earlier. I think Serial was kind of like that like tipping point, if you would, where podcasting kind of like made its mass consumer appeal. Yeah. You know, obviously Joe Rogan and those guys had been on the platform for years, right? They had a pretty devoted following. But I think Serial was one of those things where – I was listening to it. My mom was listening to it right. or, you know, like someone's yeah. grandma's. Listening. Yeah, exactly. So it's a universal thing that kind of bridges the gap between all demographics and all generations and things like that. And so I think right now we're just kind of in this hyper growth period of podcasting and kind of, again, relating this back to why we started this series around the whole coronavirus and everything is, you know, ultimately we think that, there's going to be another like jump in hyper growth and in podcasting as a result of this. And look, there's going to be so many content creators that are hold up like on self quarantine and things like that. They're going to start their own podcast brands that are going to do it. And I think a reason why we decided to do this like Skype style thing was no, well, number one, we got locked out of our office (laughs) um, because we, you know, the state got shut down, but, um, I think we also wanted to demonstrate to everyone, right, that like you don't got to have a crazy studio or anything like that to execute a strategy like this. In fact, if you want to do it via Skype, as long as you've got the right strategy and team in place, it's pretty easy to do it, right? But 
I, it took us, you know, a few hours to record all of this and film it together, but it took many hours of pre-planning, right, right? right? And discussion and lining up things and stuff. And then obviously you've got all the post-production work that has to happen after this. But I think like us showing you that, dude, you don't, and even the ringer themselves and yeah. other like pretty well-known podcasts are taking the same approach right now. Now that everyone's kind of quarantined and they can't travel and stuff. Yeah, so you still got to get content think, out. Exactly. And I think, dude, this is the new normal, you know yeah. what I mean? Where yeah. you want to put out like rich media, but maybe you don't have the time or the physical ability to do it. So we can cut corners like this by still have, we want to be able to see each other's faces. We want to be able to hear each other's voices, right? That still accomplishes the same task. And maybe it's not as polished as having our studio set up, but it gets the job done. You know? Right, right. Yeah. And again, just, you know, something that we've always leaned on, like the strategy and the content are the king and queen of this yep. whole thing. If, you're, if your strategy is not right and um, you build all the best content, then it doesn't matter because crickets, like you mentioned. And if you have yep. the best content but no strategy, you can put it out there. But again, crickets because it's just sitting out there with no real actionable um, you know, measure taken to it. So nobody can find it. Nobody can, you know, search it or it's just getting into the wrong hands and it just kind of dissipates into the, the environment of the rest of the content yeah. that kind of sits out there. So I think that's a, sure. you know, that's a great thing. And just to touch back on, you know, like this is going to be the new normal. I actually watched a YouTube video of Jimmy Fallon sitting in his backyard doing the tonight show from his kid's tent. So right now everybody's feeling the pinch of this, which is, it's it's the great equalizer, yeah. right? Like everybody is literally at yep. the same level right now, which is interesting. Uh, it's an interesting time. Um, yeah. So, I mean, just, you know, if you have an idea, execute it, but think about it thoroughly just do it. and just do yeah. it. Yeah. Just execute it. Don't, yeah. you know, don't hold back because yep. of, you know, you think that the quality of it might not, uh, you know, or might be the reason that it doesn't get what you think it's going to get. Yeah, and if you you really want to pursue something like this but don't know where to start, like reach out to us, you know? Yep. Like we can provide strategy help, we can provide the actual strategy, soup to nuts execution, we can do it all, right? But if you need help just flushing out the idea, um, you know, we can certainly talk to you and kind of tell you about our process and the way we go about doing things. So uh, shameless little plug, you know, for, <laughs> for Toby. Um, but yeah, you know, we've, we've made a lot of mistakes. We've, you know, we spent a lot of time, um, we've invested a lot of time to kind of figure out the right way to do this. And I think we figured it out. So, yep. you know, no need to reinvent the wheel, you know, and I think, um, you know, we've obviously got some good case studies and things like that and best practices that we've learned from our clients as well. So, um, yeah, it's been, you know, I think, you know, if you're a brand out there, like, looking to grow in a crazy time like this, you know, um, start thinking about rich media and figuring out how to build a strategy to get that rich media and get the most mileage you possibly can out of it because it is a, a big time and money investment to do it. So you got to make sure that you're maximizing that investment. Yep. And if you have studio space, get to it before you get locked out. <laughs> yeah. Get your camera, get your <laughs> microphones, get everything out of there for sure. All right, cool. So that's going to wrap up this this season of Lights, Camera, Grow. Um, so this was season two. It was awesome. Uh, I think we you know dropped a lot of great knowledge in there. If you guys missed out, please go back and listen to episodes one, two, three, and four. 
and hear kind of everything from top to bottom on everything that we think about and feel about podcasting, rich media in the environment that we're living today. I think there's some really good knowledge, knowledge uh, tips dropped in there, um, some actionable items that you can obviously take from it, ways to think about things in, in a different perspective, hopefully. And hopefully, you know, you like what you hear and you can reach out to us and we can figure out how to help you. Um, again, if you like this podcast, don't forget to rate, subscribe, review, tell a friend about it. Um, and check out the YouTube channel. And if you're looking for any other information on Toby Agency or anything that we do, you can hit us up at tobyagency.co or info at tobyagency.co. Thanks, guys. We'll see you on the next one.